This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. When You See Me, Lisa Gardner's new novel is her most daring book yet. Set far from her usual haunts, the streets of Boston and the wilds of New Hampshire, when you see me plays out in a secluded Georgia mountain community that oozes small town sinister, a haven for hikers in the summer and not much else. This town has flown under the radar for decades, but when human remains are discovered at the edge of a popular hiking trail, dark deeds that have been buried for years surface. Lisa Gardner is the number one New York Times bestselling author of 20 suspense novels, including The Neighbor, which won Thriller of the Year from the International Thriller Writers. An avid hiker, traveler, and cribbage player, Lisa makes her home in the mountains of New Hampshire with her family, and she joins me now here on Speaking of Writers. Welcome to this program. Thank you so much, Steve. So where did the idea for this story come from? You know, like a lot of people out there have gotten fascinated with podcasts and all these true crime cases, and in particular cold cases where you've had, you maybe found human remains a long time ago, but they've never been identified, or a person's been missing for decades, and now, just now, human remains are being found. And just, I got curious about how much can you learn? I mean, you know, when you're finding bones that are, you know, 10, 20, 30 years old, what are the limits? What are, how do you get traction in a case like that? And so I contacted the body farm to learn about, you know, dating of skeletal remains. And um, by the time I was done talking to them, I had this great sinister town, lots of human remains, search dogs, and an entire FBI task force under threat. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, you wrote a, an article in the New York Times over the summer uh, the, titled The Plot. My next, to plot my next murder, I went to the body farm. So what was that like? It was very intense. Um, one of the things I love most about being a suspense novelist is the research. And I think just like my readers, I'm very fascinated you know, about the real world forensics, investigative techniques that are being developed all the time that are making it harder and harder to get away with murder. But... The body farm is Death's Acre. It is an acre of decomposing human remains staged in various ways to help give, um, help them de- determine what variables affect decomp. And like a lot of people, before I went to the body farm, I had never seen a dead person outside of a funeral home, you know, a very, you know, controlled environment. And it was very daunting to know that I was going to go and, um, you know, you'd have the smell, the sight, I mean, would I vomit? How much would I embarrass myself? <laughs> but I will say, when you get there, the atmosphere is very reverent. You know, people have donated their bodies for scientific research. This is a huge and very generous gift people have given. And that kind of sense of awe and wonder, you know, took it from something being macabre to really truly understanding the purpose of what they're doing and how important it is give identity to victims and closure to families. Yeah, the body farm was established by the forensic uh, anthropologist Bill Bass at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville back in the early 80s. So three of your uh, beloved characters 
Sergeant Detective Dee Dee Warren, Survivor turned Avenger Flora Dane, and FBI Special Agent Kimberly Quincy are on this case together in this book, When You See Me. For um, new readers to your books, how did you create these three? You know, I always joke that I am the non-series series writer. Um, basically, most of my books start with some kind of crime based on something in real life. And then it's like, well, I need someone to investigate the crime. So I was dealing with um, a book where the crime was going to actually take place at the FBI Academy, you know, right off the tra- all the trails there. And it's like, oh, well, Kimberly Quincy will be our new agent, and we'll learn all about how to be a new recruit in the FBI from her. And then I had a crime set in Boston. And it's like, well, I need a Boston detective. And, oh, Dee Dee Warren, this will be great. She can do this case. And then I wanted to shed light on long-term survivors, like the, you know, Flora Dane was kidnapped for 472 days. She escaped, but what is life for her like now? So individually, each of these people were in a book and had a great story, and then they grew on me. And so I keep bringing them back and putting them here and putting them there. And Readers love them. And then at a certain point, it was like, why pick who's in the next book? I'll just bring them all in. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have their point of view and their specialty. So it really works as a great kind of ensemble casting for a thriller. We're chatting with number one New York Times bestselling author Lisa Gardner here on Speaking of Writers. Her new novel is When You See Me. What was the primary challenge in writing this novel, Lisa? For me, the hardest part was basically one of the inspirations for this novel, which was like a scene in my head, but I didn't know why or what. And it was a girl who couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't speak, who is kind of trapped in her own mind and in a terrible circumstance, and we know that, that if she can't communicate, if she has no way of asking for help, how does she get out? And what did happen to this girl, and what's her story? And it just came to me as this fragment. It became the opening of When You See Me, and then I basically had to write the entire novel so I could figure out who is girl, what happened, and what's she going to do about it. And let's talk about the setting a little bit. Why this small town in Georgia? Well, you'll laugh, but I happen to live in a small town in New Hampshire (laughs) (laughs) that may or may not be located right off the Appalachian Mountain Trail. (laughs) 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 I'm certainly intrigued in the way small towns can really take on the dynamics of a family with all the comforts and the dysfunction and the secrets that come with family life. So this appeal of taking this this small but very secluded community where you're going to have a lot of people passing through because you're a tourist town. The people who stay behind, they're always going to be few and good at keeping secrets. And just what were all the possibilities for criminal enterprise and that kind of setup? Yeah, it was a lot of, then I was often running with the book again. (laughs) (laughs) Chatting with Lisa Gardner here on Speaking of Writers, her new novel is When You See Me. What are your writing habits, Lisa? What's the best writing environment for you? I do love living in a mountain area. I write best first thing in the morning. I call it kind of the terrible draft. And then I like to go out and move, hike, snowshoe this time of year, um, and get the better idea, kind of turn the work over in my mind, and then in the afternoon, clean it all up. Do you have a special place where you write? Um, I built a new house with an office in it last year with a stunning view of the mountains and um, every time I get stuck, I kind of just look out my window and the thoughts start churning. What genres do you especially enjoy reading and which do you tend to avoid? 
I actually will read pretty much anything. I mean, I remain partial to suspense, but I'll read true crime, romance, sci-fi, fantasy. I just want a story. Uh, and I would like to learn. Um, in my books, I have a tendency to shed light on social issues. Um, I'm going to do that with T. Jefferson Parker, who does an amazing job of bringing certain occupations or fragments of society to life. I'm just still a reader, and I'm just amazed at all the great books out there and really excited, too. <laughs> and I want to mention also, for the first time ever, you're on the road for a cause with your book tour this month. Absolutely. And when you see me... Girl is representative of too many real-life victims like her. And part of when you see me is to shed light on certain kinds of crime, from human trafficking to domestic violence. But it's also a great opportunity to do something more. So my publisher approached the local bookstores participating in book tour and said, what would you think about giving a small percentage, like 10%, to a local nonprofit serving victims? And everyone was so excited. And I mean, just immediate agreement. I think it's going to be such a great week for readers to come out, you know, do some joint event with other authors, gain some great books, support their bookstore, and support some organizations that are doing amazing work on the behalf of victims. Yeah, that's great. Are you working on another novel? And if so, can you give us a sneak peek into what it's about? I've started a new book. I don't have a title for it yet, but it's an everyday person who volunteers her time trying to find missing people the rest of the world may have forgotten. And finally, what would you like readers to take away from When You See Me? I hope you just enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. I love the readers who are like, I missed my train stop. I stayed up all night. I didn't feed my kids because I had to read one more chapter. I just wish them hours of fun and enjoyment and a in a break from everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> and just blame it on Lisa, too, if you do it, stay up yeah, with it. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't come to work today. Sorry. <laughs> I think everyone should be allowed two days a year for reading. Okay, yes. Six days a year for reading. There should be reading days off. Agreed. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Gardner, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Uh, the book is When You See Me, the author, Lisa Gardner, and you can connect online with Lisa Gardner. She has a website, Lisa Gardner, G-A-R-D-N-E-R.com, Facebook at Lisa Gardner BKS and Twitter at Lisa Gardner BKS and Instagram too at Lisa Gardner BKS. And that is Speaking of Writers in Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.